obviously reared something in my heart that I thought, okay, uh, if this is hitting me this hard, then I need to really something's going on. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so like I said, that just kind of hit me and I thought, you know what? I think that'll be a good topic, uh, for the B side, just because it's so fresh. Chelsea's an ugly thing. Oh yeah. It can destroy a perfectly good marriage. Yeah. And I used to be really jealous. In my younger day, I was super jealous. Yeah. I guess that's one of the areas that we just got done talking about patience, but I've grown in. Because in the old days, it, was, it would have been Katie bar the door, it's fist to cuff, here I go. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I had people walk up to my wife back in the day. I, he, she could have been serving her a drink, you know, a dinner. Yeah. But if he brushed on her the wrong way or what, I mean, I was ready to fight. Yeah. She's never given me any reason to believe that she would ever be unfaithful. Right. But like you said, why was I feeling that? Yeah. Cause, and, and see, there's been past instances to where there are people that, that I know we're interested and if given the chance oh yeah in a heartbeat and they were married but i knew that's the kind of person they were see that's wrong you know what i mean so it was just and again it didn't have anything to do with this and and whatever and um you know because you know 20 years 20 something years later it's still it you cleared it up and you know what i mean so so yeah. we'll go ahead you want to start yeah yeah i'm good side and this is mike here and i'm here with coffee mike hey mike there and uh, it looks like it's just gonna be the two of us carl is way on vacation and everybody else dipped out from the round table so uh mike's been trying to hit me up ask me about what we we're going to talk about today and i just told him right before uh, we hit record so i've had something that's come on my heart and that being jealousy and it hit me in my heart in not a good way. Um, I think that we get into situations sometimes, um, and we just talked about it on the uh, round table about we let the devil come in and we give him that, we give him that stick, proverbial stick to just start stirring that pot a little bit. And then it gets bigger and bigger, you know, and the next thing. I think sometimes we give him an ore. Yeah. I was going to say, next thing, next thing you know, it's an ore he's got. And it just, if, if we let it get to that point, then it's stirring that big. If we can cut him down and I don't, I'm not the greatest at that. Normally I give him a little, well, like this little toothpick I'm holding in my hand. And, uh, then it, I, it just continues to get bigger and bigger until it's an ore. And I feel like I'm defeated in everything. Um, but so I had a situation and, 
you know, it involved my wife who has never given me any reason whatsoever to doubt her, her love for me or anything. My head throughout the years and the things that, uh, my, my growing up and stuff and my self doubt often would make me a very, very jealous person. Um, and, uh, within the last, you know, 20 years have been able to, I won't say fully get, get past that. Cause I think a little bit is always with you. Yeah. A little bit's always with you. And I think a little bit of it is good to know that you're still interested in your spouse enough. I would agree. You know, um, and it's on both sides. Like she was never jealous. And there's been a couple instances to where little, little things have kicked up and she kind of gets that, uh, and no, my man ain't, ain't your baby, baby daddy kind of kind of vibe, mm-hmm. you know, and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, you know, and, and that for me, I know impressed on my heart, like, oh, oh, yeah, she really is into me kind of thing. And, you know, that yeah, a little bit of you go. Yeah. Yeah. You're great. Right. Great. And like I said, after 20 something years, you know, you're like, hey, that's, that's kind of cool. That's yeah. kind of cool. It's still there. You know, I'm closer to 40. And I, I, I totally get what you're saying, Mike. Yeah. I mean. Of course, my wife and I dated all through high school and got married after college. But, uh, yeah, you know, I was always the guy looking out, making sure there were no other studs around in Mm -hmm. in the same field that I was in with her. And uh, I'd like to say I was always polite, patient, and kind towards others Mm -hmm. that I perceived as a threat. I was not. Right. It was nothing for me to throw down and go, you know? Yeah. I couldn't throw down today if I wanted to. I mean, (laughs) nearly 60 years old, those days are long gone. Right. But, yeah, I think jealousy is not only towards our spouse, but it can rear its ugly head in our walk. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because, you know, God only wants the best for us. And the world wants what the world wants and when you see others that you know doing better than you financially house-wise car-wise whatever it might be Mm -hmm. there's a time that that jealousy will rear its head up you know why can't i have that i'm 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 walking the walk i'm trying to talk the talk absolutely why don't i have a new truck why didn't somebody bless me with $5,000 out, out of nowhere? Right. And that's a jealousy thing. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely. I had a, that exact talk with my son-in-law one time. He said, you know, I, I'm going to church, following God. I feel like I'm following what he wants me to do. But I see these guys, they have a new truck. I want a new truck. I mean, literally, exactly. the, you know, that same conversation. And I said, I used to be exactly the same way. I, I, anytime I would talk to my brother, I would hear about all the new things he got, you know? I was that guy. I was your brother. Yeah. I mean, I always had a new sports car. My hobby was playing, play, flying planes and playing golf. Mm-hmm. And, you know, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. Anymore, I want everybody to look at me. Yeah. Just let me alone. And a lot of that was, I was trying to keep up with the Joneses. Right. Whoever it might have been. Yeah. It's a terrible life to live. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was terrible till I was on the other side of it. When I lost everything, what I felt was everything. Right. 
and went through a very dark period of my life, mad at God. I bet. And because uh, you had your identity wrapped up in that. I, yeah, I was successful. Right. I did well. I got money. I got stuff. Yep. I got power. Exactly. Prestige. All of these things. That's who I was. Yeah. And those are all things of the devil. You realize now. Uh, now, yes. Good yeah. point. Now, then I was. Just, then it was what the world expected of me to mm -hmm. climb, climb, climb. Right. Because we we get into that. We get into that. Um, look at what I've done. I've accomplished this. I've done this, and. If we were doing it for the betterment and for the enrichment of Christ, probably still be doing it. Exactly. If we were doing it for the right reasons, we'd still be doing it. I mean, you know, my stroke and heart attacks destroyed my career. And for the longest time, I thought that it was just an awful thing to happen. It took a long time for me to realize it was the best thing that ever happened to me. I got to be a stay-at-home dad. I got to know my kids because I was home every day. Yep. You know, I got that was the best thing that ever happened. Yeah. Looking back, I can say that. Right. While in it, madder than a wet hen. Yeah, absolutely. At everybody and everything. Yeah, because like I said, that was your identity. It wasn't just what you did, it's who you were. But, you know, now I still see jealousy in me sometimes. It usually comes when, I don't know, trying to make ends meet and you see some 16 to 20 year old something drive by in a car you go hmm, that used to be me yeah and i wish that sometimes sometimes i'll be honest and say i'll say i wish it still was me at some point i i, I always used to say if i could just have one check from when i used to work just mm -hmm. one check why i have i gone hungry do I not have a house? Do I have a car to drive? Yeah, I have all those things. I think that's the trap we fall into sometimes as Christians. We 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 see others thriving on whatever it might be, career, money, whatever. And we go, wait a minute, wait a minute. I know they're not following Christ. And then the whole judgment thing starts. Oh, yeah. And then the jealousy starts. Well, why why can he have it? And why why don't I have it? You get in your own head going, well, if God actually loved me, you know, I'm not, he does love me. I'm just saying. You start right. thinking, why doesn't why doesn't he give me those things? Mm -hmm. And I, fi I finally came to the reason why, in my humble opinion, mm -hmm. is because he knows what's good for you. He knows what's bad for you. When I had all those things, I was not a good person. Gotcha. I had no walk with Christ. I had no walk. Any type of walk. I was all about the almighty dollar, the latest and greatest car. I mean, I had a cell phone when the cell phones were, you know, put in the car with a box. Yeah. The box was they bigger hard, than the phone. Hardwired into the hardwired the car. Into the car, yeah. And man, I thought I was it, brother. Mm -hmm. I was stupid enough sometimes I'd be driving down the road at night because it lit up. She picked it up off the receiver. Oh, yeah. I sold it to my ear. <laughs> Why? In case somebody passed me, see me on the phone. Right. So I, so they'd get a different view of me. Oh, look at that guy. He must be doing really well. Mm -hmm. And we do that in our walk. Since we'll see somebody that's more mature yep. in the walk, more knowledgeable. They seem to have a direct line. I hate to say this, but like a direct line to God's ear. Right. 
and you get guilty. I'm guilty of it. Going, wait a minute. I, I I'm, I, am I that bad of a person? Right. What, what am I doing wrong? Right. Oh no. I mean, I I, I think you can. I can even uh, relate it to the podcast. Yes, I'm. I'm very careful about that one because uh, I sit around and go, "Wouldn't it be great if it just blew up?" And then I vision myself on Fox News, mm-hmm. you know, with Ronnie and you and Bob, maybe Ron. I don't know, but uh, maybe Carl. But anyway, and we're being interviewed. I mean, these are stupid thoughts I've had. Yeah. What does that serve? Right. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. Well, and see, I, I'm not even talking about there. I'm just talking about the people that we've surrounded ourselves with this and going through the jealousy of, oh, man, like, you know, Carl he knows all the Hebrew and Greek words. Right. It's like, man, you know, Bob been preaching for all this time and, you know, and, and stuff. And even even Ronnie, you know, Ronnie used to preaching. come to me with questions, you know, and now, you know, how far he's come and everything like that. And um, and I dealt with that for a while. You know, uh, I think at first that was one of the reasons I think I was kind of standoffish with Carl was because it was a, a jealousy thing. It was uh, where do I fit in here? Because now they've got somebody that's so much more knowledgeable than I am. Right. But like you said, that does, it doesn't make me a bad person. I have my spot. I have my spot here and I have it because somebody maybe hopefully needs to hear what I have to say. You well, know, like I've always said, the Bible's full of people that God picked. They were so unqualified. Oh yeah, to do what That's he needed. The one of my favorite lines, you know, from from the song, and he says, "He picked twelve outsiders nobody would have chosen, and he changed the world." Exactly. You know, and that's exactly how I feel. You know, and it, but it took time. It took time for me to get over that because I was still basically young in my on fire walk. You know, because again, that all of my stuff's been rekindled within the last four and a half five years. And it, it kind of exploded, like we, we talked about earlier. Um, you know, so having to deal with some of that stuff I never dealt with because I wasn't, I didn't surround myself with the right people, you know. So we always talk about, you know, show me who you hang out with. We'll show you your future. Yep. And that, you know, now it's like, uh, awesome. Right. Awesome. That's this is this is what I want to surround myself with. These are the people I want to be like. These are the people I want to live a life like, you know, in, in whatever capacity. Again, not to emulate or anything like that, but just to not to worship anything like that. But but you know, to have that self discipline because each and every one of us has to have our own self discipline to continue our walk. Yes, you know, and, no one can walk it for you like Carl always says. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you, I mean, you can. You know, the old adage, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. That's right. You have to do the work yourself. You have to. And if you have questions, then you got to be you, you got to be OK to ask. And you got to surround yourself with people that are either a going to be honest with you enough to say, you know what? I'm sorry. I don't know. Let's look into it. Or B, they're going to say, oh, hey, I do know. And this is how I know, because if we go into the Bible, this is, you know, Forgive me for saying, but for the Bible tells us so, you know, I I sing that song in my head all the time. (laughs) Right. Um, You know, so, so again, I've dealt with that, the jealousy even sitting here, but, um, and I don't want to say it's one of those things I thought I had beat. You thought you beat it down perhaps. Oh yeah. Beat it down a lot to then have it rear its ugly head again on something. Um, And uh, it, it, and I think it was, 
having to, you know, God telling me, okay, you need to work on this because it's rearing its ugly head, but also to remember that ripple effect. Mm. Because of course it happened to be something involving my wife who is the most important person on earth to me. So when I dropped that, not only did I pretty much drop it on her head, but the initial ripples are hitting her as well. Because again, she did absolutely nothing wrong. She was very, you know, nice and respectful to me in this whole thing to be like, you know, and, and I'll be transparent. So my wife went and used a friend of ours pool and she was hanging out there. And, and, uh, then a friend had somebody, uh, their brother come over and they were working on something. And she texted me as soon as he got there and said, Hey, I just want you to know so-and-so's brother's here. They're working on something. And then, um, you know, she was there for, five, six hours, uh, let's say five, five hours. And my dumb mind was just like, what's going on? I don't understand. Why, why are you there so long? Is it cause this guy, you know, yeah. and just being stupid, being stupid. Like I was when I was a teenager, you know, and again, no reason not knowing anything again for me, my, I'm, I already know I'm my own worst enemy and <laughs> the fear of the unknown drives my life so much sometimes it's sickening and that's exactly what it was to then find out later well not only was there really no interaction but our friend had come home at one point her husband had come home at one point and these are people that excuse me i absolutely love and trust and know you know but i mean so there was so much stuff that didn't happen and obviously wouldn't have because i trust my wife but i think for me it was that thing of this reared its head like this and there's no reason. So obviously it's something that I need to go into. So I told Coffee Mike that I started a devotion on it to, to you know, to try to subdue, if you will, uh, you know, the jealousy's ugly head. Um, but also I felt like I needed to talk about it because I need to be transparent. I need to be transparent with myself, with the, anybody and everybody. And, you know, and again, to bounce it off of a, you know, fellow brother in Christ and be like, Hey, look at, look at this flaw that I knew I had, but just popped its ugly head up again, you know, because we, we don't ever want to seem like we're not like we don't struggle and struggle with stupid stuff like this. I think allowing people in to see your struggle, you never know, like you said earlier, the ripple effect. Yeah. If someone's listening and they have that problem, maybe you'll say the right thing. Yeah. The Holy Spirit may move you to say just what they need to hear. But that can't happen if your heart is not open to, to the change of that. Mm -hmm. And and for me, that's where I'm at most of the time anymore. I mean, I'll be honest too, this past week I was I was really questioning. A lot of things. Um, I felt as though I was in a helicopter just hovering, not going forward, not going backwards, sideways, nothing. And it really disturbed me. Because mm -hmm. um, then, then I started to question, well, maybe I don't have Jesus in my heart. Maybe God isn't that important to me. Maybe I'm just spewing stuff out of my mouth to say to be saying it. It's a terrible place to be. Mm -hmm. 
I didn't reach out to anybody. I should have, but I didn't because nobody wants to be that guy. And you're right. You let, you let the devil in your head. He will beat you up. But then I, I read a verse that kind of said it all for me. I think I've said it before on the podcast uh, on the A side, Ronnie. Uh, doesn't God also bring rain to the evil? It's not like I'm a special class pet. Right. He is here for everyone that accepts him. Mm -hmm. I think he's here for those who haven't accepted him as well. Right. Just waiting. Just waiting. With open arms. To get to that point and go, hey, yeah, here I am. I've been struggling with church attendance for other reasons, but uh, like it's like a domino falls, mm -hmm. and at first it's just one, and then there's three. Well, and sometimes I, I think you feel like all of a sudden you're like, well, there's so many behind me. How can like, I get back up? Right. Exactly. How do I not just push the next one? Exactly. And it's a t it's tough. Right. You know, I see people. I'm, I'm not a super emotional guy. I have a soft side, you know. Mm -hmm. But I see so many people when they start t talking about Jesus, they're extremely emotional. Mm -hmm. I even thought about that. Why am I not more emotional? Am I, am I, what's going on? I understand the great thing he did, and I believe that he did it for me and everyone else. Yeah. But I'm not brought the tears. I see so many folks brought the tears. Ron has described it so many times, and he can't, he can't even talk mm -hmm. about it because it brings me to tears. Right. And you know me, I'm an old softie, so sometimes the songs hit me sometimes. Uh, you, you know, a few weeks ago, um, uh, on Father's Day, I was having a real struggle. And, uh, m you know, I got out of my wife's way because she, I thought she was going down to the altar to pray. And uh, and she said, no, I'm I'm taking you. And I was like, oh, because she knew. She knew I was struggling. So we go down and, I, you know, I, I, I know I was different. I know I could. You know, because I do, I, unfortunately, wear my, you know, emotions on my sleeve. But um, I kind of, I'd been able to hold it in at least. And then as soon as she started speaking, I just lost it. And, I, you know, I like ugly man cried and, and just sobbed and wept and, and everything, um, you know, just from the, 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 the aspect of knowing she knows me enough to know I wouldn't have gone down by myself or for myself, that she had to take me. That's a good deal for you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I don't know. It's just here lately it's been really rough on me, and I have to keep reminding myself to get out of my own head. Mm -hmm. If I'm standing still, it's because I decided not to walk forward. And I may not be walking forward because that's what he wants me to do at this time. That still doesn't make it easy to take or set by and wait. 
you know, I have a lot of free time on my hands, as you know. And I come up with all of these crazy ideas for fundraising or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. And I beat you guys up with all these ideas and you're kind enough to respond back to it. But who's got time for that? You guys are working, you know? So right. I, I sit home and I think about these things. Well, we could, if we raise this money, we could do this for these te- these people over here. Or we could do it for these people over there. And I question, why am I actually doing that? Mm-hmm. Am I doing it from the right heart? Yeah. You know? Have you have you ever thought of maybe uh, jotting it down and then praying about it? Yes. Uh, yes, because there for a while, every time I was doing a devotional or listening to somebody speak, they were talking about, always write this, write, 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 write this down. I don't write anything down. I usually just, you know, voice message on my phone. Right. I thought, no, I'm going to go ahead and write it down in a book. And then pray over the book. So, yeah, I've done that. It, it does help. Because, I mean, sometimes I get great ideas, but I have no memory. Right. And I lose them. They're yeah. gone. And the, the only reason I say that is, I ne- and it kind of seems like it hits us all, you know, at once to where it's like, um, and I've been on the the side, too, of throwing something out there, getting crickets, mm-hmm. and being like, oh, Okay. Maybe that wasn't a good idea. Whoops. Maybe I shouldn't have said anything. You know? And and again, I think that's another form of jealousy on it. You know? I think you're right. Because I've had it too, where like, you know, I, I I hear a couple of the guys got together or whatever. And it's like, oh, I'd like. Where was my invite? Yeah. I like that. I like to do that. I like to, you know. Exactly. Stuff like that. And it's like, and it rears its ugly head because it's like. Why, you know, like, it's not like I'm not included in anything. And there's been numerous times to where it's like, hey, you want to do this? And I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, I can't. And, you know, things like that. And, uh, but I don't, and at that point in time, I don't weigh weigh that out in my head. It's just about me. At that moment. Yeah. And what I'm in my head not getting, you know, and it's. You know, and sometimes it's hard to remember to. The, to include everyone. Because, mm-hmm. like, I know all you guys are so busy through the day. Every one of you. You know, Carl's got that new baby. His wife's a teacher. Mm-hmm. So he has a little more free time than the other ones. But I don't know. It's it, it's, been a, it's been a rough week, a rough several weeks yeah. for me. And I think part of it, now that you bring it up, I'm sitting here thinking about it. It's definitely, it's a jealousy issue. Because I know for me, again, I've sat and I haven't wanted to be that guy. Mm -hmm. So I won't say anything. And you could probably answer this as well, but it's not, never turned out good for me. Not once for me. You know what I mean? Because, and, and all of the guys are wonderful, you know, so it's not like, Oh, they give me crap or anything like that. But it's just knowing that if I needed it, they would be there. Without a doubt. You know, and have been. You know, I think you can say that as well. You need yes. something and then it then it happens. And uh and that's what we that's what we want. That's what we search for. That's what we you know, I think we all thrive on it is because we've all all I know for me, I've always wanted that. Never knew I wanted that. And now that I have it, I don't want to let it go. Ever. You know. I agree. Um, so, uh, do you find Mike sometimes that 
people that look at this group of men, they wonder why are these guys drawn together? Why do they why do they gel so well? Probably. I mean, I know that. Um, I know that. Um, if you want to call it the flip side, the um, I know that there's been quite a few ladies, and uh, you know our spouses sometimes included, that have been like that's that's what we want, that's what we want. But you have to remember too is we made this happen. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? I mean, it wasn't just a. You know, I mean, we've been doing this a long time now, but it wasn't, it was a, we need, we felt like there, there, that there was a calling from God for us to get together and talk about biblical things and talk about the ones that usually don't get talked about. And, you know, that a lot of people come from a, a place of holier than thou, and I'm a Christian and I know this much, so that puts me above you and puts, you know, and, um, and stuff. And I don't want to say dumb it down, but I want to say put it on, our level, like Ron talked about a couple of weeks when I Jesus love. came back, he was on our eye level. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's always been our goal it, it, it is to let everybody know, no matter how broken we are, that Jesus loves us and that Jesus came back for all of us. No one, one more than the other, but all of us who would just choose to follow him. And that's for people that used to make over a hundred thousand dollars a year to people who make ten thousand dollars a year or less or make no money a year, you know, all everything in between, you know, um, because Romans three twenty three tells us for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Yeah. Doesn't say some. Or those in this tax bracket. Right. Right. All. You know, and and I think that we go too far in in our walks and we see so many times whether it be deacons elders preachers pastors that put themselves up on a pedestal like they're higher than somebody because of that title mm -hmm. that they really lose out on getting in the weeds and getting with people i think you're absolutely correct I mean, how many times have you seen a church fold up because the lead pastor moves away or there's an indiscretion or whatever it is mm -hmm. and nobody steps up to fill his place right or if it if it does happen the church still falls apart because they were focused on the guy leading the church not not the church itself which is christ mm -hmm. they were their their focus was wrong yeah because this guy was a or was a dynamic speaker told great stories that you know uh they were able to latch on to You're right. People put themselves on, and I'm guilty. I've been guilty of that. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, look at me. Here I am. Right. And, I, and I, I'm nothing. I'm, I'm from. I was made from the dirt. Mm hmm. And one day we'll return back to the dirt. To the dirt. You know. I always say there are no U-hauls behind a behind a hearst. Yep. That's right. You can't take it with you. But some of some of the biggest stumbling blocks I think in the Christian walk are trust, patience, and faith. I mean, it's a faith it's faith based. If you haven't got faith, you've got nothing. 
Right. I don't know. That just popped into my head. Yep. Well, and like you said, you know, you have uh, trust. You, you have to remember, you know, as much as I don't want to, one day, Mike, I'm going to let you down if I haven't already. It, not that I want to. Not that I want to fail or fail any one of my brothers sitting at this table, you know, or anybody, but I will. But God's the only one who won't. Without a doubt. It never has, never will. It's the same today as he was yesterday, and he's the same tomorrow. Yep. You know, so you have to have that trust in him. And then that's where you then you, you that that can, you know, umbrella out, if you will, to where it's, you know, hopefully you have a good, a good spouse, mate, uh, significant other, you know, that, that holds something like that. Um, but also the people that you surround yourself with. And hopefully you, you allow God to do that for you. You allow God to choose those people that you're going to be around so that you can all be that for each other. You know, um, I want to challenge you, though, to stop worrying about being the guy. I know it's going to be a rough one for you because I want you to choose somebody, any one of us. If it's got to be an individual thing, me, anybody, to just say, struggling. Big ask. Yeah, I know. I know because I've been there. I mean, my background. I was the guy. Right. I was the problem solver. Yep. And I think it's something else he's been teaching me. I could still be that in certain areas, but he is the master problem solver. Absolutely. And he's trying to teach me that, I believe. Yeah. But I'm hard-headed. Because... And this is what I have found with, with, with our group of guys is when I reach out and I say, just, I need prayers or individually to say, Hey, this is going on and either just need to vent, whatever. Somebody's always been there to lend, lend an ear, but also to direct me back to Jesus. And that's what we need in our life. You're right. Because, uh, Without him, without Jesus, we've we've got nothing. Yeah, it's all for nil. I mean, Ryan went on about that here last week or so, and I really I listened back to that podcast and I thought, wow, never quite thought about it that way. It was pretty good. Yeah, I I hate to say it, but it was. <laughs> He's not here. Hell, that's true. Yeah, I, 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 he, I, he probably doesn't listen. No, he yeah. probably not. <laughs> probably, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> But, um, but no, I, I mean, it, it, it's, it, it, and I know it, when it, when it comes into my mind, it seems so simple, but I'm also one of the worst at doing it, mm-hmm. you know, cause mm-hmm. you know, it's, uh, I know the answers, not all of them, mind you, I would never say that, <laughs> but you know, but when it's coming to some of these things we're talking about, because I've been there and uh, I, and I, I almost guarantee I'll be there again. I'd love to say I'm over it and I'm done with it, but I know me. And that's not the case. Well, I wish we could do over and done. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that would be great. Yeah. And it it takes time. Because again, um, just like anything else, we we didn't get here overnight. 
No. So we're not going to get rid of it overnight. But I don't know if I got another 60 years in me, Mike, to get for, get back. Hey. <laughs> you know? Right, right. But I mean, I take that long. I certainly hope not. You know, but again, all of these steps, all of these, you want to call them baby steps, you want to call them starter points, whatever it is, all of these are, are going to do nothing but help for all of us. You know, Carl put something out on the thread about you and I. I, I, I didn't remember what he was talking about, so I sent him a side text. Mm-hmm. It was about, of course, pedicures, his famous, you know, mm-hmm. Jesus. He says, I guess the mics were right. And I was like, what were we right about? Because I'm sort of not right very often. Yeah. You know? But uh, so, yeah, nobody responded to that or they ignored it. I was like, well, I'll tell you the truth, Carl, I, I didn't remember what you were talking about, uh-huh. which is pretty common for me. <laughs> but it's so easy to think that you have nothing to contribute if nobody says anything. You know, it happened to me when I put out that stupid composter I put together. Mm -hmm. Here, guys, this is what I did. Nobody said a word about it. I was like, well, that's odd. Somebody say something about their truck or I don't know, whatever it might be. Yeah. And and there's something going on. Somebody will say something about it. And it goes back to expectations again. Right. And jealousy is even in there. Mm Mm-hmm. Why are they commenting on what he said and nothing what I said? Right, right. And, and you use the term "pillow beans" all the time. That's what I arrived at. Yeah. When I when I when I uh, got no response on, it, I was like, eh, "Does it really matter?" Right. Is this a uh, how does Cole put it? Is this a uh, oh what is it? I'm trying to remember. Um, you know, is this something that it's going to affect my heavenly home? Not even close. You know, and again, if it was something. I mean, if I put something out there like, hey, I'm really struggling with faith. I'm not sure if there is a God or something like that. Yeah. And nobody said anything. I'd probably be devastated. Right. Right. But over a, a, a composter? Yeah. Not, not worth the time. Not worth worrying about. But again, I, I know where you're coming from because I've been there too. You know, uh, I used to, uh, I used to always put down like, nope, I killed another thread. You know, because it would seem like mine was always the last, and I would say something, and then yes. nothing after. It's just, <laughs> like you say, crickets. Yeah. And I mean, there's great banner on there. That you know, that's what guys are. If they're not giving each other a hard time, chances are they probably don't like you anyway. Yeah. I mean. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, when they don't give you a hard time, that's when you worry. That's when you worry. Exactly. Yep. Because then they're like, oh, I must have done something to make them mad. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But again, and, and I've lived my life that way towards like just so in fear over offending, hurting, um, worrying about what everybody else is thinking about me and stuff like that, that just turn my guts inside out. That's another great deterrent to a, a faithful walk. What do people think? Oh, yeah. You go all in, and I'll tell you what. People look at you different. Mm -hmm. You start talking about things that aren't mainstream. Yep. Like Carl's talking about the Sabbath. Mm -hmm. No, you get the term Bible thumper. You get... Jesus freak or whatever, whatever holy term, roller, holy roller, whatever Holier it might be. Now, and oh, I, yeah. I'm probably the least holy person out there because mm-hmm. I definitely don't know everything. Yeah, and I don't have all the answers. And that's where that's where our reaction 
matters the most. I, I had to learn that the hard way just recently, like mm-hmm. we talked about. Yeah. Being attacked on mobile, you know, talks about posting scripture, yep. which I felt very moved to do. Yep. And for a day, I didn't. Yeah. And I came back and said, I don't care what anybody says. I think you gave me the advice. Don't even look. Yeah. Don't even look. It's on your heart. I believe it's God, God led. You put that out there. They can do what they want. It's not, that way you, you don't get into any sort of judging. You've done what you feel God's leading you to do. And you're, you know, and you're, that's the end of it. And that's, that's, you're doing what you were called to do. Anything else, just, you know, if the naysayers want to naysay, then they can do that. And they, you know, they can create whatever drama and whatever, you know, if to me, if they want to have a conversation, then, okay, let's have a conversation. But at least that's that, and that's one of my issues that I have a lot is nobody wants to have the conversation. Nope, they just want to, they want to go to denigrating remarks. Yep, tell you what, so how you're wrong. Tell you how you're wrong yep. and how they're right. Yep. And I think that's our whole society actually now. You're wrong. I'm right. Here's why. Even though you may have a valid point, that that'll never come to light. Because nobody's willing to talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know, all I do is. It's a verse of the day is all I'm putting out there that's, you know, on on, on the Bible app. Yeah. And Absolutely. I've been fortunate enough to have people give me great feedback. Oh, that's just yeah. what I need to hear. Thank you. Right. I've had Absolutely. several times. Yeah. You know, and I, I really, I, I push the podcast out there too to a lot of different groups. Sometimes I get feedback. Sometimes I don't get anything. I got to, I got to. Probably a three-page feed. Of course, I shared it in the, in, in the thread. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people say anything about it, but this is a second cousin of mine that I haven't seen since I was 12. Mm-hmm. And he listened to the podcast, and that was his feedback to me. We love feedback, by the way. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And Good, bad, indifferent. Exactly. I'm not going to argue with you. But, oh. you, you know, if you don't like something, you can let us know. You like something, let us know. You have topic suggestions, let us know, whatever. At questions, you know, hey, I'll, I'll, I'm man enough to say hey, either I don't know or and I'll find out or we can dig in together. I think that may be another problem a lot of people have. They don't know where to dig. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's easy enough to say it's in the Bible. Have you? Yeah. Have you looked at the Bible? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it's quite right. daunting. Yeah. No, absolutely. And I mean, I'll even I'll even put it out there sometimes if I don't know, I'll, I'll Google it. I'll, yes. I'll Google um, if I, there's some of the scripture that I know and I just can't remember where it is or, you know, certain words or um, I've got a Bible gateway and, uh, and I'll use that and I'll try for keywords and all kinds of stuff, you know. I'll even pull up, open my Bible and look in the glossary of terms there for something. I've done know. that myself. You know, because, you know, sometimes or sometimes I even hit that when, uh, like, a, like, there's a scripture I remember, you know, and I can remember somewhat of the wording. And then so I'll look under, like, a keyword and then try and find it in there, you know, because some of them, I mean, man, you look up love and... Holy cow, there's so many, you know, just at the index and stuff. But, um, but yeah, we love feedback. So hit us up anytime you'd like. But so, well, you know, I, I, jealousy, like we were talking about, I know you know people like this that they can quote the Bible 
always have the right scripture at the right time. I'll be honest, I'm a little jealous of that. Mm-hmm. Me too. And I read the Bible. Yeah. But I, you know, I, I try to commit as much as I can to memory, but it doesn't go well for me. But I continue to do so. It 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 can derail your walk. Mm-hmm. And get into areas of your life that you thought were, like you said, okay. Right. Secure. Yep. But I think God has a way of going and he because he can see our heart. Yep. He can see what's actually needs to be that bitter root dug out. Yep. I don't know why I'm going there, but well, no, because I, I agree. Because I think that sometimes he'll he'll spark some stuff up that that uh, you you don't know is becoming an issue, or that you need to work on and don't realize that maybe otherwise you wouldn't have. Because honestly, I can tell you, I probably wouldn't have looked up. Excuse me, jealousy. If if that hadn't hit, right? You I mean, know, you like you always say, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah, and. Uh, I guess it's been over a year now. We had a podcast a while, while back about idols mm-hmm. and who is your God and whatever. And that one hit me pretty hard. I didn't realize it. But God was not my center. Mm-hmm. Money was. And it, it surprised me because I thought, boy, I'm a lot further along in my walk. Then that hit me and I went, Wait a minute. This this is one hundred and one stuff. Is Ronnie would say right, and I would always worry about having enough, worrying about paying the bills, making sure there's food on in the house, gas in the car, mm-hmm. and then one day, out of nowhere, Mike, it just went away. Because he trusted him, you trusted more in the God will provide than in the. I can get it done. Uh, yeah, I can provide. But nothing really happened. I mean, it's not like someone showed up at the door with. Didn't have I, to. Yeah, I he, won the publisher's he, he clearing your house. Right. He settled your heart in. Right. It's not like a check showed up in the mail. Yeah. You know, nothing like again, that. It's one of those uh, a perfect example of you were doing the work. You know, we don't get to heaven through works, but he still wants you to put in work. Right. You have to put in work on your relationship with him, and you were doing that. You yes. were doing that, and you were you were questioning yourself in what you were doing. You're right about the work thing. I always pray before I go to bed at night. Laying in bed, I pray. I usually, I usually fall asleep praying. Mm. And there was a week or so in there where I wasn't doing that. I just wasn't sleeping. Yep. And I was I was thinking about well, am I eating something? Am I drinking? What, what's going on? You know, what am I? And it finally dawned on me. Well, you're not praying like you used to before you went to bed. Yeah. So you know, would you have gone to bed without saying? And most people don't go to bed without saying good night to their mother and father. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, that's what or I your spouse do. or your spouse, whomever. You know. I mean, when, when you're grown, when you're you, grown, don't, you, right. don't, you don't necessarily say, say it's your mom and dad. That's all I'm saying. But yeah, no. And, and I can't tell you, uh, I can't tell you how many times I've, I've had this conversation with people because I had to get to this point um, and uh, realize you, you, when you start doing things for the Lord, you can add things. You can't take them away. And once you start doing it, you got to keep doing it. Right. Because when you start taking away, 
that's when it's that's when you realize and it starts affecting your day. Um, our, our our friend Jeff, he was like, I'm going to the gym, listening to my devotionals while I'm working out, and he he had one day that he didn't do that, and he said I had such a crap day, you wouldn't even believe it. And I said it's because you didn't do your devotional, and he's like, what? He goes, that's not gonna. And I was like, well, do your devotional tomorrow. You know, tell me what's different. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's it's one of those things. Once you add, can't take away. You know, and that's like, um, you, you know, you don't ever do your your. I never do my devotionals for the street. If I miss it, I used to. Right. If I miss it, then I'm gonna I'm gonna do two for. I'm gonna do two in one day. Right. That's exactly. Know, or whatever, but not for the streak because then not doing it for the right reasons. I was that way. Ryan and I had that conversation. I was on like day. 120 something, right. something. And and don't get me wrong. It is absolutely something to be proud of because two years ago, you wouldn't even have cared about a devotional. Nah, not even close. You know what I mean? So it's absolutely something to be proud of. And again, we've talked about this before, not in a boastful way because we don't want to do that. Um, but we're humans. So unfortunately, sometimes we need we need to have some gratification, or we're not going to continue doing it. That that is true. I mean, most people don't want to recognize that truth, right? But that is yeah. true. And again, all of us being humans, we can go to the extreme in it, and you know that's why some people are like, "Well, I asked God for this, and I didn't get it, so I'm out." You know what I mean? Uh, you know, yeah. I've I've been there. I've, yeah, but. And then he has a way of bringing you back. Absolutely, yeah. For me, because again, not it's not the right way. It's not the right way to think about it. It's not the right way to pray or anything like that, you know. But you have to reel yourself in, and you have to be able to say, "Okay, this is my heavenly Father. He wants things and wants good for me. Does he want the same good that I want?" Probably not. Probably not, no. Because if that's the case, then we'd have, be having the podcast in my lake house, you know. But he wants good things for us, but we have to remember what's the greatest thing we can have. We already got. Right. Our salvation. That's right. That we're going to be in his presence when we get when we go. Uh, and that, when I start to go off the rails like that, that's what I try and focus on. Mm -hmm. Because... Like you say, it's this is just a hill doesn't count for a hill of beans. Yeah. You can't take it with you. But it does it does. I always wonder why are people so greedy? And I start pointing fingers and I realize, well, idiot, you were one of those people. Because I mean, it used to be you pay all your social security tax once you reached a certain point, you were done for the year. Mm -hmm. I was one of those guys. And I'd get mad about the tax because that's my money. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, that's what I thought. Right. Then this happened to me. And all those social programs I was complaining about food, housing, even giving away cell phones I found myself in dire need. And was very thankful to have them. And without them, I don't know what my family would have done. Right. And 
it was an awful thing to go through. Right. But I've got two children made of steel. I mean, they have their problems, of course. Mm -hmm. But I'm pretty sure I could take them and drop them in any street, and these kids are going to come out and survive. Yeah. I just know they will. But in that, you realize God had to humble you. Well, he humbled me big. You know, and in doing that, it hurt and it sucked. It sucked. It hurt you know? real bad. Yeah. You know, so it's not, it's not easy. And it's not easy to come back from that and so choose to follow him. You know, we've talked about that, as Ronnie would say, ad nauseum, you know, <laughs> about being a Christian isn't isn't easy. No matter what anybody tells you, it's not an easy walk. I think it's also, that's something a lot of new Christians think it's going to be rainbows and sunshine. Yeah, as soon as you, at whatever point, because again, different denominations or different types of learning the Bible and stuff, you know, some people are like, oh, as soon as I'm baptized, that's it. As soon as I say this prayer, you know, whatever. you got to remember, biblically, when you accept Jesus Christ in your heart, that's when. But changes you? Absolutely. Make everything rainbows and sunshine? Absolutely not. Not even close. That's because again, we talk the the accountability. Everybody <laughs> wants it until they they get it. I like your term. Who else would you rather be accountable to than God? No one. Yeah. I like your term though for accountability. You want the light accountability. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Like light beer. He wants light accountability. Yeah. yeah still I th do. I think everyone does. Yeah. Still do. But me, I know I'm not going to get it. No. You know because I haven't gotten it yet. And why should I? Why should I? I'm a sinner saved by grace, nothing else. Yep. You know, so why should I get anything light? You know, I, I mean, because it, it's nowhere near what I deserve. I think everyone's always looking for that free pass. Yeah. And it's not a free pass. Mm -mm. Not even close. It's not a free, it's not a free card to go ahead and continue sinning as you were. It's not a, you know, a free pass to get out of hell. It's none of those things, you know. It, it, it. So I think jealousy plays in there too. Oh, absolutely. Because you see people that, you know, they, they're saved, they're baptized. And sometimes their lives don't change. Mm -hmm. and they continue to prosper at everything they touch. Yep. You see people that are sold out, doing everything they can, and they're struggling to beat the band. Yep. And I and I have to remind myself, this 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 doesn't this doesn't change my view on what God did by sending Christ for me, and where I'm going to end up. Because if they if somebody says that they're saved and that they're following Christ, then I pray. I pray that they are that they are honest in that and they're wholehearted in it, and that I'll see them again. Right. You know, I really, really do. Um, sometimes that may not happen. You know, because I mean, think about it. My wife and I had this discussion at that age. Nobody knows. Nope. Because no matter what, when people have had altercations and or they've they've died and been brought back and they see people in heaven, they still don't know because. Everybody hasn't gone up to heaven yet till he exactly. comes back, you know, so nobody knows what the truth is. So I, I, for me, and according to the book of Mike, um, chapter one, yeah, 
probably, you know, because um, I'm not that deep. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a small. Book. Yeah, yeah, All very right. small, very small. And uh, but it, it, I think that we're going to be so in awe by the fact that we're just with God and with Jesus that everything else is going to fall by the wayside. We're going to forget any and all questions that we said we were going to ask and mm-hmm. care about or any of that just because we're going to be there with him. I think as humans, we have to have, I think it's parameters that maybe is the word I'm looking for, that we know that things are going to go a certain way based upon actions. Yeah. And that's simply not the case. It's, it's, it, it is faith-based. You have to believe. Mm-hmm. You have to give your life to Jesus. You've got to walk the walk. Yeah. Absolutely. I think we're going to go ahead and end there. I don't, Carl's not here. So, you know, as they say, well, the cat's away, the mice will play. Right. So we're, uh, I think we're supposed to have a break. You didn't pull that one off either. Yeah. No, we're, we're almost an hour in. And are we really? So, yeah. <laughs> so um, I'll, I'll ask Carl to add a, a musical ending. Yeah. You know, so we can give one of those Christian artists that so such a well deserved uh, play. Um, yeah, final thought. Yeah. Um, never give up. Stay steadfast. Don't let anybody rock your rock your belief system. Because that's just a ploy to draw you away. Stay firm in your commitment. I could go on forever. I could sound like a, a sales pitch. Yeah, but sounds good. That's really my thought. All right. Um, jealousy is you know, a lot like uh, anything in your life and in your walk. It, it it has its place, but don't let it overcome you. And don't let it overcome your your heart and your mind and be rational in it. Um again, I think a little bit a little bit is 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 healthy. I agree. For as far as relationships go, um on this earth. Obviously, I don't think a place has a heavenly place. No. Um, be, but uh, let's just always keep that in our minds, and and hopefully, let's be better. Let's try and leave everything that we do better than we found it. And for the B side, I'll go ahead and you want to pray us out. Sure, Mike. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time together. Mike and I have had. Mm-hmm. He gives us time to think about what's really important in life and bring up the issues that are on our heart. Father, I ask that you continue to work in our lives, strengthen us, and and dig out those bitter roots. And I ask that for everyone listening too, Father, that they come to you and are steadfast and walk the walk and shine your light. Ask all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Time I wake up I gotta pray I gotta hit my knees and pray
put up a fire, still holding on. Now I start my day right. Devil didn't know where he had coming, cause he didn't mind my life until God saved mine. I don't want it, I don't want it, I don't need none. I don't want it, I don't want it, I don't need none. I don't want none, no, I don't need none. I don't want none, no, I don't need none. Devil trying to get me cash, I don't need none. Devil trying to front me sex, I don't need none. I don't want none, no, I don't need none. I don't want none, no, I don't need none. My mind was cloudy from all the opinions of those around me. Now I'm consciously rerouting everything they said about me. Yeah, the devil's a lie. I'm getting them out of my mind. If you seek, then you will find discerning truth from all the lies you were designed by the master. The enemy came to fracture, so we hold these demons captive. Can't let them free, cause they wreak havoc. Release the cracking. Got my blade to the devil's neck. I'm too blessed to be stressed. Depression laid the rest. You know just who you are by observing your temperament. Yeah, the kingdom of heaven, my residence where I'm settling. Holy Spirit was heaven sent. Wash away all your prejudice. All praise to the most high who works all things for our benefit. Yeah. I don't want it, I don't want it.